Now, uh, Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala are two filmmakers from Austria that created a buzz with a film I definitely have to see reading up what it's about called Goodnight Mummy, which was a psychological horror film featuring two rather scary children and their relationship with a woman, in this case their mum. Now, that got a lot of attention. I'm definitely going to watch it because it sounds messed up from the premise alone. But they've released a new and their debut English language film called The Lodge. Um, and it operates with a similar premise as well. So maybe this is their raison d'etre. Um, the Lodge, which came out, when was the wide release? Okay, so in America, it came out at the start of February. Uh, and didn't make anything at the box office, which is a shame. I think this has been under-promoted. We've seen great box office for... I mentioned earlier how I think the vanguard of modern cinema is these incredible horror or psychological horror-related films produced by people like A24 and films like The Witch, Hereditary, Killing of the Sacred Deer. There's a whole raft of them that have come through that um, always seem to be at the top tier of filmmaking um very interesting often subversive and transgressive films often very um upsetting and unsettling in mood and tone and subject matter that's quite taboo and i love all that i mean if i read that in a wikipedia thing i'm straight there which is why i'm going to watch their previous film and this hasn't got the attention that those films have got um which is a shame because it deserves to be mentioned in that same breath as those films this time around, we get Riley Keough, who doesn't appear at the start of the film at all. The opening is jaw-dropping. Uh, very, very well realised. Funnily enough, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, she is the star of the opening 10 minutes of this movie. She also turned up for about 10 minutes in Killing of the Sacred Deer. So she mentioned recently about how put off filmmaking she was after being very painfully objectified making the Batman movie in the 90s where she found like she really did feel like a piece of meat uh, and that really wasn't her thing she was um, a comedic actress if you've seen her in Clueless um, so being doled up and, and having people talk about her breasts while she's standing there she sort of backed out of filmmaking but she seems to be showing up in some pretty good stuff she stars as a mum and the mum is getting her two kids one's probably just about under the age of 10 and the other one's probably about 14 15 years old a boy and a, a younger girl and it's well directed and it establishes everything quite effectively she takes the kids she dolls herself up she's crying and you kind of know that she, what exactly what's going to happen she takes them to the husband to look after and obviously the husband's with a new woman and has left her with the kids and the kids can't stand even meeting the new woman um and he reveals that he's going to marry this new woman so she's devastated and um i won't spoil the opening because it's a just a shocker but when their mum passes away uh the dad gives it a whopping six months before insisting that the two children who have nothing but hatred in their hearts for Riley Keough's younger, prettier model. And she does come across that way, actually. Uh, you don't have a lot of love in your heart for the husband. He does seem to have... Well, he's, the husband um, works in uh, reviewing uh, religious cults and psychological matters. 
And I was very disturbed by the fact that he'd chosen somebody who had deep psychological trauma in her past as his new partner. I found that an unspoken part of the film that was very um, not cool, <clears throat> didn't, didn't sit with me well. Richard Armitage is the husband, who plays a very minimal part in the film, actually. Um, he decides to take them all off to a hunting lodge or a lodge in the middle of nowhere, family home, a retreat in the wilderness, as is the want of so many horror films. And this sets it up as um, people going to a lodge in the middle of nowhere and being tormented by demonic forces, which is, you know, the standard setup for almost every horror film ever made, every Cabin in the Woods film. And I kind of feel like they're joking with the audience because that's not what you get at all. You really, you feel like you're going down one path and you've been there a million times, but what you're going to get is a classy, well-acted, well-shot, well-directed version of that film. And you don't. You get something way way more messed up and way more challenging and interesting and original than that. So obviously um, she's left with the kids for a few days in this lodge and they're very combative towards her. They want nothing to do with her. And um, she has come from a religious cult, a suicide cult. When she was a child, her father led the congregation into a mass suicide and she was the only survivor, probably an eight-year-old, I think they, they mention in the film. So she's got lifelong psychological trauma and a box full of pills for psychiatric medication. And she needs them. And you can tell. Um, so she's stuck with these kids in a lodge in the middle of nowhere. And the kid's mum was very religious. So there's religious iconography like crucifixes and unnecessarily frightening pictures of nuns on the wall and this starts to tweak with her psyche because obviously this isn't the kind of stuff she should be around and it's not helped by the husband ditching her there another dick move mate um and she starts to unravel and all of this is kind of what's to be expected un you know unusual events start occurring and all of this is very well handled and it's very um, atmospheric and it's drawn out and it's quite interesting to sort of um, get lost in this world. But that's not the movie. The movie's yet to come. And boy, when it hits, it is a mother load. It's a really, really unsettling and disturbing path this movie takes. I want to say that it is almost in between the killing of a sacred deer and hereditary um and it's its own thing as well so one third from its own self and one third each from those films a truly um truly unsettling series of events take the rug from under you you may or may not see them coming even if you do it's nasty <laughs> um it's nasty and it's unexpected as well um rachel uh, riley keogh is given a thankless task because her character isn't it's she's entirely believable she's not entirely likable but she's very believable as somebody that has experienced incredible trauma in the past and should not be in this environment in the first place and the kids i'm not sure if it's justin martell and leah McHugh. i've got a feeling those are the two kids they equip themselves very very well 
you won't always be their friend trust me but they equip themselves really well the dynamic between them they give themselves nothing else to do in this film but have the two children and the mum in this, in this lodge together in the wilderness once it reaches that stage but what they do with that is amazing and i can't understand how films like hereditary come out to great fanfare and get about you know 70 million at the box office before people realize quite how screwed up an art house they are um, and this one didn't which was a shame because it really deserves it i think veronica franz and severin fiala do a splendid job with the direction they handle everything really well they telegraph things that need to be effortless, effortlessly and you do get an understanding of who the characters are quite easily um, but then they inject so much originality in what could have been a stale premise and take you off on a journey that you didn't sign up for, um, which was really, really good. Um, I, I was very impressed by their prospects as a filmmaker. Like I said, their previous film had two children and the mother, um, so I can see that that may end up being quite similar to the dynamic here. Um, but everyone is fascinating it, it reminded me a bit of Twin Peaks The Return as well particularly towards the end of that series when things got very discombobulated wasted and lost and people's psyches were just mashed to smithereens that's where this film goes um, it looks good um, they haven't got any budget here but um, they don't need it because the uh, environment they, you, you feel freezing cold <laughs> They do a very good job of recreating the, um, the feeling of being trapped in this freezing lodge in the middle of nowhere during an ice storm. It, you just feel permanently cold by everything that happens. Um, I think this is brilliant. I think it's one of the best films so far this year. I think it's been underappreciated. Had they stuck with the conventional route, I think it would have just been a really good version of the Cabin in the Woods movie. But there are just so, there's just so much interest in the, um, the move they pull to change everything and to push the film in a completely different direction. And it is one of those chilling films that stays with you after you've switched it off. Now, I watched this stupidly late at night and it finished after midnight. And I went to sleep with a nightlight on. A nightlight on. That's, I was terrified. <laughs> I was really scared. I was like, why did I watch, didn't I watch this like in the daylight? Um, it's got jump scares, very well done and excellent. And it's got psychological dread, uh, which is even better. Um, so it's got lots of interest and it's got some very transgressive individual scenes, which are brilliant. So it's got a little bit of everything. Um, it's, it's, it's way more sort of... Um, like the killing of the sacred deer was one end in that it was purely psychological there was very little graphic or physical action in it and hereditary was the opposite that got really violent and gory um, as well as psychological and this is this is pretty much uh, middle bear this has got both not to any full extent but enough um i think it's a great work i've got a lot of time for these two directors I think we saw with The Nightingale, um, that was, I think, the follow-up to... Was that The Witch that that followed up? Um, and I thought that was an excellent second film from the director that made that film. Whereas uh, Midsummer, which I think was the second film for the director that did Hereditary, I felt was a total letdown. 
So if these girls are following up a very well-received German language horror film um, that they preceded this one with, with this, they really are hitting their stride. So I think this is... I can't go into much detail about it because it will spoil, spoil some great twists. A uh, couple of them. Uh, this is The Lodge, and I thoroughly recommend it. I think it's out on video on demand or, or streaming services already after getting nothing at the box office. Uh, very uh, good starring role for Riley Keough, who's an up-and-coming actress as well, even though she's given a thankless task here. I'm going to give The Lodge 8.5 out of 10. And this is uh, The Wu-Tang. I played a whole show dedicated to The Wu-Tang Clan last week. And um, I played...